0: On you. You're listening to the most talked about podcast in the land Renegade Culture, sucker free politics, news, and social commentary from the block to the boardroom with your hosts, Kalanji and Kamal.
1: What? Yeah, I mean, I know y'all like, what the fuck, what is a sex tape? You listen to Renegade Coaching, why the hell Kalanji started off the joint talking about sex tape? Beads of sweat, I was like, nobody, nobody wants to see your sex tape. Nah, definitely not my sex tape. Nobody wants to see your sex tape. I was thinking about Donald Trump and Kim Kardashian, you know what I'm saying? In a sex tape? I mean, they they just they just parting the sister or whatever. I'm thinking, I'm trying to figure out like why would Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump get together? I was thinking Monica Lewinsky. Then uh-huh, Ray J popped true. in my head. Okay, so okay. somewhere along, and I think it was sex tape. Some I think it's a okay, sex tape be going coming on. out. Right. I don't want to see it. You know what I mean? No but one wants to see it. That's that. the deal. No anyway, you listen to renegade culture. Renegade. Well, we start off the show talking about sex tape because we don't give a fuck. Oh, damn. No, here yeah, we I'm go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just crying. around. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. Anyway, you, we, got we got a special guest on the show tonight. Who's our guest tonight? We got special guests on the show tonight. But we ain't say our names yet. We ain't I going to get the guest process? Yeah, you to say who you yeah, are. Man. Who you are. Man, who you be? I be. Nobody the, know who you are. You in here. I be idiot. The five foot nine. This is Kalaji Jamachanga, the riot starter, representing the Seattle Food Movement, representing the FTP movement, Urban Survival Preparedness Institute, uh, and a whole lot of other organizations that uh, represent uh People's Army. That's right. This is Kamal K. Franklin. Yes. I'm um,
2: See, I thought you were going to those shots. Oh, said, I forgot. Already you forgot? Yes. He's 5'10", toilet in Kalanji. Just letting you know that. <laughs> Let you know that. Yo, representing all the same organizations, plus the one in Kalanji's per- current t-shirt, Community Movement Builders, and some uh, others that we all affiliated with, Renegade Culture. Yes. We are here, dynamic in-house, the best co- podcast
1: in the Whole goddamn world The universe, the planet about. And all that type of stuff Now tell them who we got on it Oh now tell them now Thank you, tell you sir him. for giving me permission To tell well, them Somebody's got to give you some direction Anyway by go If you feel like Chopping somebody in their head Kamau's close to you right now You're coming in oh, sleep a sleeper hole oh, Cobra okay. clutch Whatever Anyway tonight we got One of my Closest comrades Brothers And Friends And, 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 and Brothers I call on the back smack Any co-hosts I have oh, They be out of control we got my man Balagoon to in the building tonight. Balagoon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I am confused, though. You, uh, you were rapping. You said you were 5'9". I was rapping and said it was 5'9"? Yeah. I, I thought you were closer to 5'3". Whoa. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's, what, I'm talking about. that's, that's what I'm talking see about. See, Balagoon's been infected my man is in the same with been the
2: Camille disease nah, nah, over nah. here. He's telling the truth.
1: Truth be known. Y'all see the tall lux. I ain't going to tell, tell Balagoon to shut up. Yeah, I see the... I, I know going to shut up Woo. Boy, Balagoon, lucky good fight. <laughs> 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 anyway, it's cold blooded, Balagoon. You know, we're going to edit the tape and we're going to have <laughs> we have have you on loose body. Have your head. <laughs> anyway, what's happening, man? We finally up, got you bro? up in here. Yeah, yeah Cool, good cool. To be well, why don't you here. tell me a little bit about what Balagoon does? Man, everybody know what Balagoon does wrong oh, with you, man. Can you Balagoon. do a proper introduction, brother? Duh. Oh. Anyway, Balagoon Otade is the founder of the African Martial Arts Institute. Mm-hmm. He's also the co-chair of the Urban Survival Preparedness Institute. He's also an author of about 20, 28, 28 books, sci-fi, non-fiction, uh, real deal. Um, he's also an actor, a filmmaker, organizer. organizer. Um, we also produced the video, he's now a, a, a music video producer. You know what I'm saying? It's a renaissance got, cat got It's more a a renaissance He man. got more jobs than you, Lucy. You Jamaican. Who got <laughs> more jobs You <laughs> know it's small right, right now. <laughs> so, anyway, Balaguno Chadi, one of the most underrated Africans in the diaspora. And I'm going to say that because of the fact I usually roll with the most underrated. Um, African dance. Well, until you met me, of course. And then yes, you, you uh, were. So was rated yeah, high. you were a little different. Rated way, think. way high up in the. Yeah, you were. You really. were already recognized. You know what watch, I'm saying. Watch this, this to it. That's due to open. the organization you came out of, which I'm oh, not say right now because of the fact. Shots. I'm not throwing those no shots. Shot. Shout out to Boo-Boo and the whole crew. <laughs> anyway, Malagoo, what's good, man? What's happening with hey, you, man?
3: Brother, shit, tired. Tired. Uh, working yeah, working on this uh convention that we'll talk about later.
1: Yes. You know. yes. yes, it's a dynamite convention. Yeah, yeah yes. for sure. and I think both of us are involved. In fact, yeah. Kamal agreed, agreed on it and it's actually on his birthday. He don't know it yet. Yeah, yeah, he didn't oh, know Shit, yeah. okay. agree. I'm gonna be on the panel. <laughs> you will be on the ga- we'll all right. panel Well alright. Either you be on the panel or you get your neck broke. Have I, rather, do be on the piano, okay, I good, rather be on the good, panel, Okay, good, this good, stage. good, good. On the panel. Anyway, we listen to Renegade really Coaching Renegade yes. And um, there's a lot going on this week. I know we got to when we come back. We're gonna
2: talk about all the things that's been happening, foreign policy wise, domestic, all the things that's gonna be happening. We're gonna yes, talk about all
1: that. Yes, we's talking yeah. about Kim Kardashian, Donald Trump. We're talking about uh, uh, Israel. We're talking about the Congo. We're talking about what else is going on right now. Um, what's your yeah, boy name? Who? Uh, Who's white boy? boy that uh just that's got uh. Charged Charged with what? Uh, the dude that looked like Frankenstein that had the uh, the problem with the sisters. Uh, not necessarily sisters. The whole meat. The. the uh, Weinstein. Was Harvey Weinstein. Oh! Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. I, I like, mean, we was cold blooded on Bill. We smacked Bill all around. Oh, yeah. Bill is on.
2: Bill's got a new book out. Bill, Bill Clinton got a book out. Bill Clinton got a new book Oh, out. I bet you told Bill Cosby. You told Bill Clinton. Clinton. Oh, okay. well, I mean, one sexual molester to another. You okay, know, it's like, but there's a couple true, of them named true, Bill. You true, can't just pin true. them all down. Shout
1: out to Billy Clint.
2: Bill, Bill mr bill is the man bill yeah. got a new book out with oh, somebody yeah. else they got like a fictional book out about oh, being yeah? the presidency but on his little book tour he's getting lots of questions about monica Lewinsky, and oh, he's getting okay. frustrated because we've got the nerve to ask him ask him about why monica you going after 18 year old you know what when I'm you're six to something and you're yeah. the president of the united states that's cold blood so we're gonna talk a little bit about that and we're well, smoking in it. hell though so you know what i'm saying that's true bill is like look i'm paid Y'all can't ask me no questions. So yeah, attitude. You got a bad attitude. Damn. You tried to come back bad. later on and clean it up, but it was after he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you knocked out." Wow. You know wow. Maybe he knows about Lagoon. Whoa. Going to knock somebody Whoa. out. Man, trying to say you no, not for, Bill, out. Not not for Bill Clint. Clinton? Not for Bill Clinton?
1: I think come out smoking that Billy Clinton if you're gonna. All right, to all all right. right renegade culture <laughs> in the house. No doubt. We'll be right back at you. Boom.
0: For Alice Marie Johnson rushing into the arms of loved ones freed yesterday after 21 years in federal prison sentenced to life on drug charges kardashian west lobbied the president on ms johnson's behalf and yesterday he commuted her sentence citing her good behavior and rehabilitation all right breaking news you're looking at images from moments ago that is disgraced hollywood former producer harvey weinstein exiting a manhattan federal courthouse uh, after pleading not guilty to charges of rape and a criminal sexual act he's along with his attorney benjamin Grafman from allegations from two different women, though dozens of women, 80 women, have come forward in recent months accusing Weinstein of various forms of sexual misconduct and rape
4: after nearly three months of these weekly protests. The big question was, will this continue to escalate? A couple weeks ago, we saw violent, violent clashes here along the border in which 60 Palestinians were killed. The big change that we've seen today in the last couple days is the militants in Gaza are using these kites. They're lighting kites on fire and then they're sending them across the border to burn
0: Israeli fields. The Democratic Republic of the Congo's political parties appear to have agreed on a formula allowing President Joseph Kabila to step down after elections held before the end of 2017. He's been in power since 2001 after his father was assassinated.
5: She drop on the scene night like- pull up they skirts and drop they pom-poms they away to all these wise guys they put a bye-bye when I spit like bomb-bomb bare bomb. <laughs> arms cause we rough and ready tuck machetes bigger than bare arms like tackle berries smudge you fairies. truly unruly yo, crash studios floating like glaciers, call me Julio gracious with the yo colder than cooler yo, room temperature rap is truly booty bro I don't give a shit like my duty won't drop since school we won't stop, diddy bop on my own shit, trick upon cop I bought four mics, but still keeping the bar cold. I bought fighting at night after Hennessy and Fanto. Bought of your life and get a couple of pesos. Bartending at rhyme, making a spas like Quavo. Swinging that Jose Canseco, moving like Winnebago's. go rap, making them through the bogle for bagels. Shorty doing kiggles, now she's more like Renegade!
2: Say- you took a little long to get to the mics, so I had to jump in there <laughs> for you. Renegade culture! Back, back, back,
1: back, back see.
2: Live, live,
1: live, live, live. Anyway, we're going to be interviewing for a new co-host. Oh! Because <laughs> we see how this shit's going. I was gonna going to say, Raheem. my man Raheem Shabbat, he's supposed to wow. be back. Wow, you want Raheem he Shabbat back. be the co-host. Oh. Shout out to Raheem Shabbat. Raheem. He would not be co-hosting Renegade Culture. <laughs> never, ever, 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 never, never. Raheem, call ever. me when you want to come back. You yes, know call him when y'all want to come back. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, I, I would say F you and Raheem, but you know what going to do Raheem <laughs> like that since he ain't here. But shout out to you and uh, that guy. But anyway, we, we're here with Balaguno today. We want to talk about a number of different things that's going on. Yes, sir. Um, we talk about African martial arts. A lot of times when folks sit, hear you say African martial arts, they thinking, you know, you run around telling to them, hi right. You know what I'm saying? And just do some African terms on that shit. You right. know what I mean? Um, That's been done by
3: some folks before,
1: but not Yes, and, and I know that. And, and see, you about to start some trouble over here. See, the thing is, we're going to have a shit talk tonight. I'm going to let you all know that right now. Folks are... Somebody going to get offended. Kamal definitely going to get offended because he's... You know offensible. But anyway... <laughs> offendable. But anyway... Yeah, uh, learn the words. Get, I don't the words give a out. Fuck. get the words But anyway, out. African martial arts. What is yeah. African martial arts and
2: why? And what's his origins? Sorry to jump in. I just needed to
3: finish What's the
1: different? origins yeah. of African martial
3: arts?
2: Okay. Yeah, what's that? Um, let's start with. African
3: martial arts are indigenous or uh, any uh, combative arts that are indigenous to the continent of Africa. Uh, if you are doing kung fu and you're naming the term Swahili terms, that's not African martial arts. Um, if you do jujitsu but because you're an African, you say you're doing African martial arts because you're an African bullshit. That's not African martial arts. Because every art has in it its culture, it has uh, a history, it has a a martial philosophy. So the African uh, across the continent, the way they would do techniques is, uh, if I am from Nigeria, Mm -hmm. southwest Nigeria, and I go to northern Nigeria or I go into Ghana uh, or Togo, and I wrestle somebody, and wrestling is what we call martial arts. Oh. So, uh, to wrestle is to put somebody on their back belly aside by any means. Mm-hmm. So, if I shoot somebody with an arrow, they were wrestled by African standards, not wrestling, just mm-hmm. grappling, right? So, if I go into uh, Ghana, wrestle somebody, but of course, I'm not going there to kill them, so we actually have that's where the grappling comes. So, the sport wrestling aspect, and I get caught by something. I asked that person, okay, well, you got me real good with that lock or that throw. How did you execute that in the midst of me throwing this punch at you or whatever? And the person would share. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of cross-pollination in the African martial arts. So when you're going across, particularly across the Sahel, um, from east to west, um, the martial arts are similar. They start to change a little bit in strategy when you start going south. So the Zulu they would fight in what's called a phalanx. Phalanx, where they right next to each other. It's a different way. They, they fight with the uh, shield in front, weapon in back. Uh, in West African martial arts, we fight with the weapon in front. So to us, the shield is also a weapon, but we always, our dominant side is forward, and we're engaging you with the weapon first, right? So it's it's different and if if... People could see it. Mm -hmm. When I turn with my weapon, I can cover a wider space. I have to because the Yoruba didn't fight in a phalanx. Mm -hmm. Okay. they, They were more spread out. So you have to cover wider. Oh, cool base.
2: Right? You do, if at any point you need to do a demonstration and flip Kalanji, please just just do cool. so. You know what I'm saying? Just, cool. that, that's just so part of what we want to make. So the sound be. will show up? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. know, like, the same, but He was on his back and now he don't make no difference. Wow. wow. That's, no. That's <laughs> the, uh, but the interesting thing I wanted to point out was that you are the first brother that I've ever heard explain African martial arts in a way that didn't sound like every martial arts was developed. You know, somebody who's like African-centered, mm. that every martial arts Technique when they call it African, they're like, "Oh, the Asian folks stole it from us." Like yeah. I heard folks do that, and I was like, "That just seems so." Instead of like claiming what's yeah. ours, it just seems a little bit out there, or whatever.
3: There was a sister on Facebook. You know, she she called me a coon, which is funny. She oh. didn't know me. I was I'm an Uncle time you coon, a coon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <so> it's, <laughs> You're hey, a coon, and I'm Uncle Tom. You know, so um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm and just I just laughed, laughed and then laughing. then my <laughs> students jumped in and, and smashed her. But um, the sister. And it's not a martial artist, first of all. But she came out and said uh, the Africans created all martial arts. Asians, once again, stole it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ninjutsu came right from the Africans. And I know she got that from a a certain video. She didn't do her research. And the people who did the video just made that statement. They didn't do their research, Hmm. right? Uh, Everybody has some kind of commentary on the martial arts. Everybody in the world. Martial arts and on writing. Everybody got some kind of commentary. Mm-hmm. Two things that I do, <laughs> right? It was just like, damn, that always gets me in the middle of stuff. But I said to the sister, I said, nah, sister, um, ninjutsu didn't come from any African. Particularly, ninjutsu is an art of assassination. That wasn't our way. Mm-hmm. Whole different thought process, right? So she says, you should rethink that, Balogun. I said, well, sister, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I'm trying to share what little knowledge I have. At the time I had been studying martial arts for I think forty two years oh. at that at that point, it's forty I'm fifty now, forty six years. It'll be it's forty six years in April. She had time to rethink April. it then. So no, she <laughs> said she said, I told you it came ninjutsu came from Africans coon. Oh wow. Wow. And so I said, all right. Well, let me leave her be. People <laughs> tough on the internet. Huh? Yeah, yeah, real tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this
1: motherfucker's alive. You find on the internet. Yes. <laughs> so
3: you know, I said, okay. Well, uh, uh, my students will be jumping in in just a second. sure enough, they jumped in and they yeah <laughs> put her
1: in her place. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. That 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 right there. I mean, it's crazy because of the fact that, like you said, you know, yes, Africa is the center of the world. You know what I'm saying? Yes, mm-hmm. we came with humanity and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And we know different folks have utilized, have been gifted, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. The styles have been bastardized, so on and so forth. But it's just amazing how we want to claim everything but each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like Nowadays, you know, it's quick for somebody to say you're a coon yeah. because you disagree with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quick for someone to call you Uncle Tom because of the fact that you're not saying kill Whitey yeah. on yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you scared. I like the old Kalanji He used to say I ain't never <laughs> said No dumb shit like that On the internet This ain't right. the getting back the But I, I wanna know Like okay With um, You know We heard stories About martial arts mm-hmm. How it's traveled So on and so forth um, When we talk about Asian martial arts You know I know that There's been stories About like The Japanese And the samurai So on and mm-hmm. so forth That there were Certain requirements In
3: being a samurai Right. You know what I mean? Can you speak on that? Yeah. Um, you know, there was a statement that said to be a good samurai, the, the the one that's publicly said is to be a good samurai, you have to be of half black blood. Originally, it said you have to be of black blood. Right. Uh, so we know and and, and there's a, a film coming out about this black samurai. We know they were black samurai. Uh, when they say a black blood, um, the, the, the Yes, you're talking about somebody that was a famed samurai, skilled at combat, uh, was a black man. Uh, we've proven that we're skilled at combat. Even to this day, I go shooting, white dudes looking, where'd you learn from? They, 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 you know, thing thing has got to be a white man um, because how can this black man shoot like he shoots, right? So the, the, it's always that thought, but we, we excel at most things. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's true. There were there were some black samurai, and that's where that statement comes from. Uh, it's true that in Korea, in there they have three dynasties: Shila, uh, and uh, whatever the other two dynasties are. Right, but uh, they have three martial arts that make up their martial arts: Kungjung Musul, Bukyo Musul, Sado Musul. Bukyo Musul is Buddhist martial arts. Uh, Kungjung Musul is the royal court martial arts. Sado Musul is Uh, like the tribal martial arts, right? Uh, They said Kungjung, the royal martial arts, was given to them by a man named Ado. Ado is not a Korean word. Ado is a Yoruba word. It means small black gourd. It's it's, it's to describe a black man of small stature. So, yeah, we did uh, give martial arts to some places, but not all of their martial arts. It's known that uh, the Karambit, that's very popular, um, it's a curved knife, right? Well, it was originally held up this way. And that knife is similar to the Yoruba blade uh, called an Ida, okay, which is curved inside. You have the Ada, which is the, the long, or some people uh, will call it a long one, the, the, but really the long one is the Ada and the, the shorter is the broadsword is the eda but it's it's curved it cuts inside because that's easier to hack mm-hmm. um, grass or whatever mm-hmm. right it, it's less on your hand you don't have to move your wrist because it's already got that curve and of course combat is easier to amputate or decapitate with it too well,
0: all right.
3: um, that is said by the Indonesians themselves that that was given to them in a trade they they traded their cloth cloth with the Akan and the Akan gave them uh and the Yoruba gave them that cutting tool and that cutting technique. But the um but it didn't have a, a ring on it. Now it has a ring. The Indonesians added that ring so it goes on your finger and you're able to flip it so you're able to hit with one side and cut or if it's blunt use it as a blunt object. You flip it around and you can cut with the inside. That was their genius. The African didn't give them that.
2: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. right so we gave them a foundation with that blade but they took it to another level every culture has their genius yeah. we're so ingenious we don't have to steal from other. we don't have to be like the white man and just take somebody else's stuff and claim it as our own mm-hmm. right on yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. We, we're listening to um, Gono Jatade um, this Renegade Culture we got to go pay these bills real hey, quick and we're going to be right back in a second and we want to talk about uh more on why um, African martial arts is not popular on the international level, uh-huh. as popular as the Asians, and why we look at Asians as, as the dominant factors when it comes to martial arts. Martial arts, um, and, and we're also gonna get into urban survival preparedness. Yes. and um, you know, also we want y'all to know that um, you know you can uh, there are classes available in Atlanta mm-hmm. and uh, other different places. So hold on. Be strong. we be back. And we'll be right back hey, at wait
2: you. Wait a minute. What's, the, what's that, that short, the short African? Odoo?
1: Odoo? Ado. Uh, I Ado. Uh-huh. That's
2: Kalanji's new name. I, <laughs> knew I knew he was going to say it. I, I, I knew, knew was, that was coming. I
1: knew I knew he was going to say that. I'm not going to so I was trying to break <laughs> in. I was like,
2: I need to break in and I'm, get this joke out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, commercial, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Kalanji
1: keeps talking. That was cute. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> that, was, that was awfully white of My man, Kamal. We'll be right back at you. Renegade poacher up. Michael Render, aka killer Mike, you watching me on Renegade Culture, aka none of that lame shit allowed, fuck boy. Oh, yeah, we
5: that man Kids is all different just like they farmers But they can still get it just like they want it My force is terrific, my word is bomb, bruh L-I-N-Y, Georgia, hit them like But a bye-bye is Arthur I'm on my pivot with my business Gotta get it like a menace with no limit here to conquer Hell yeah, my ninjas is monsters Loose cannons in the street but they still conscious Black hawks and fire starters, You need deep in a muddy water full of piranhas Fuck what you heard, you're that nigga heartless. The baby mama's at three gun charges Black Tarzan in the concrete forest A and D.C. be lost like a walrus I'm lifted like the ganja at the ribbons. I pull them apart, bro, you could feel it shocking your chakras, the opposite of would stopping your heart, us Now you charged up, ready regardless Guards up in here where my squad is Concentrated sages, yeah, we consecrating stages The hardest, covered in stardust For a whole number galaxy, no policy We the leaders, so follow us, hollow heads up bust and give them halos instead, like what? Wars on swole, you lost like a car gone stove, frost on my soul. sitting at home, scripting poems, in a bowl, crunchy in the bingy. Can't touch me. I'm stingy with my energetics. Breathe, they better let it. Cause they rather pathetic. Yeah, I'm lifted like the garner. At the rivets, I pull them apart, bro You could feel it, shock your chakras. The opposite of what stopping your heart dust. Now you charged up ready, regardless. Guards up in here with my squad.
1: We back again, renegade culture. Renegade is in the house. We're in the building. We got Kamal on deck. Yo, we with
2: Kalanji. I missed it. You do know, like Kalanji. Yeah. That was a hard man, G. I don't. I don't. Oh, I like you don't like that? Yeah, Kamau. He does uh, less Each week, see, he, we like, start he doing, likes me. We started doing
1: practice with you. Anyway, <laughs> we have a man Balaguna starting in the building. Balaguna. You know what I'm saying? And um, he's here to regulate just in case Kamal fuck up that intro one more time. Um, just flip them when you get a chance. Yes. Just one time. Just one <laughs> we, technique. We're here talking about African martial arts. Why is it? Because here it is. We're in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We're in, on the East Coast. Um, a whole lot of Africans. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of African people that talk African. Mm-hmm. Why is it that the African Martial Arts Institute, why isn't it every African on the block that's yelling, We African. It's yelling red, black, and green. Why is it not? Why do you feel that uh, the door's not being knocked down, mm-hmm. first of all? And secondly, why is it that Asian martial arts is so popular? Mm-hmm. And why do folks think that the Asians have some type of uh, monopoly. monopoly on martial arts? Including our people.
3: 1968, the first martial art movie, Five Fingers of Death, hit the United States. Bruce Lee? They got uh, marketed... well that, that was that low was late. Bruce. That's low late. That's before oh, that's Bruce. Bruce yeah. Uh know um they got marketing <laughs> out the ass. So if you, if you market uh since the sixties, right, you know, for fifty years, then most people know about it. From from Five Things of Death to Bruce Lee to the Ninja Craze to uh Karate Kid, right? They every decade they have put something out there to make people believe in their arts, so much so that korea said okay after the korean war how can we rebuild korea they said okay let's send taekwondo take one's do, to <laughs> the western world and that's how we rebuild korea so they rebuilt it off of what they don't even consider a martial art they consider it a martial sport wow and Isn't they're it? not gonna no intelligent person is gonna give you their combat system so even people training yeah i said it If you're training in Kung Fu or whatever, the reason why you always hear stories about some street fighter beat a Kung Fu dude, because that Chinese man is intelligent enough to not give you his real combat system. Mm. So what he's giving you is some watered-down foolishness or some sports stuff or something like that, right? Uh, The closest they got to combat system is is Wing Chun, and it's because of Wing Chun's concepts, not because of his techniques.
1: Mm. Now, you said this this was uh, 1968, Mm -hmm. right? mm Wow. 1968 was a big year. You're talking about MLK getting knocked out the box. Mm-hmm. you talking about this. So we 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 started taking a whole lot of serious L's
3: mm-hmm. around 68. that's why they gave us Kung Fu, and that's why we locked onto it, because we figured that's a way we could defend ourselves. So
1: prior to it, like what was, uh, I mean, of course, you know, I wasn't around, and you were young. Mm-hmm. I was probably a teenager in '68, but um, that's what, that's what happened? That's, what, that's, what, that's, a that's clear clear I mean, how was I mean, how was it, it, it being viewed? How was uh just the whole martial arts situation being viewed? Was it just uh looked at as some type of sport or something throughout the you know the states and well, places? B- of? before
3: that, uh, they had judo and they felt you know judo was uh, the self-defense system, and judo is actually. Uh, as far as the Japanese arts go, it's probably the most effective thing that you can take if you're going to take a Japanese art Mm -hmm. because you're using full power throws learning. So at least when you engage somebody, when you throw them, you're throwing them for real. You throw them on concrete, you're going to, you know, so uh, judo was the thing uh, but there wasn't any movies to buffer it, you know what I mean? So it wasn't that big craze until and and then you had some karate folks. Uh, Man, when when the kung fu movies hit five things of death and then followed by bruce lee it was a wrap everybody wanted to do kung fu
2: but do you also think that has to do with the sort of the oppression um that obviously has been the african continent has been under for centuries Mm -hmm. is that the elevation of a martial arts or fighting technique sort of never happened um maybe not even within its own culture but even within sort of the exporting it right even
3: even when you go to africa um most of them there, uh, because that's when, when you are a coach for the African martial arts, you, you're not making much money. Yeah. And so those who are making money in Africa say, oh, that's for the low-life folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so many aren't interested. A bunch of my students just, you know, went to Africa. My wife takes people every six months. And uh, when they went, they were surprised. Only two people in this village, Oshokbo, Nigeria, wanted to train. Mm-hmm. Nobody else was interested in that. They respect it now. Right. but nobody else wanted to actually do it. They mm-hmm. were like, you know, we, we want to learn science or, or they were interested in karate and kung fu because of course, uh, market is marketed to them too. Yeah. yeah. Right. So they got the same interest. Well, how meant.
2: did you get involved in martial arts? My
3: father uh, was in special forces uh, in the military mm-hmm. and then he became part of the, the defense intelligence agency, liaison to that. Mm-hmm. And so he, he was bodyguarding the ambassador to Senegal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, He was third-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu, always big muscular dude, beating everybody. And he said he fought this guy who folded him up like a wet piece of tissue, this African, (laughs) little skinny African. And he said, damn, you know, martial art master. He said, no, I did this as a little boy. This was fun. He said, for fun? He said, I want to learn that. And so he gave my father a letter of introduction to the Anjai family (laughs) and the Anjai family in uh, Jufarii in the Gambia, and the Anjai family uh, took a liking to my father and began to train him. Uh, from there, he met the Bojang family, another family of the Anjai, our, our Wallaf, the Bojang, our Mandinka, and they taught him as well. Uh, he trained for 11 years on the continent. So I always tell people what I know is based off of 11 years of training. So there are people who've been training consistently every day on the continent for 50 60 years they're beyond me but they're not going to be out there teaching because they don't have the money to market themselves Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. uh there are people uh one of the things that that we have to do at the level i'm at now is to go out uh you go out as a hunter you go out without a weapon and you have to bring back an animal what you have to you have to knock it you have to knock it out with incantation so when you have wrestling matches in no, in no, Senegal, stop, stop,
2: stop, Just go back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You have to knock to it out go, with incantation. What kind of animal? Uh, What's the size of this animal?
3: Any, you have to bring out any type of animal. You bring back a rabbit without uh, a weapon, you've done you've done a hell of okay, a thing. Okay, you okay. know what I mean. So any, uh, uh, you're not bringing back. Uh, a rhinoceros. Okay, I just wanted, okay. okay. You know? so it, yeah, somebody yeah. bring back a rhinoceros. A bad motherfucker. I'm, am I'm, I'm not gonna train no more. I'm studying with him. Yeah. But uh, with the
1: nigga with the rhino. But,
3: but the whole thing, you're supposed to bring it in by incantation, okay. right? So in some matches in Senegal, well, you tell people what they, they have a rule, well, that's when do. you're using words a power to knock somebody out, right? So okay. they have rules in some of the matches where you can't use incantation. Now the question okay. is. Well, so that's what you rely on because people get real spooky. Mm-hmm. Nope. You better be able to use those hands and those weapons, right? Uh, have I ever knocked anybody out with incantation? No. So you say, well, how did you pass? The whole idea is to be intelligent. If you can't mm-hmm. knock it out by incantation, you better trap it. You know, you better do something and bring it back. The whole idea mm-hmm. is to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Most people do not use incantation. But I have there's a there's a there's a white boy who who documented it. Uh, he did, he does pinch out a lot. He went over to Senegal, fighting people, and and they brought in one of the champion wrestlers. Champion wrestler whispered in his ear, and knocked them cold out. He woke up, the guy had him up in the air, slammed him on the ground. Damn. Right, um, that's a whole another level of something. Man. <laughs> it's a whole other level. You know? I didn't smell the motherfucker' breath. Right, we do. <laughs> but you know, I'm not relying <laughs> on that because that dude can't whisper in my ear if I stab him. Or if I shoot him. You know what I mean? So you'd you best rely on other things. Cause supposed to get spooky. Mm-hmm. I'll pray, I'll pray the person out of, you know, enemy out of my house. There are people who say, you know, somebody kick in the door. Your prayers had better been somebody doesn't kick in your door. Right. <laughs> but That's when they kick in, you better be ready. Because avoidance is the highest level of martial arts. But when you can't avoid, now you gotta be able to resolve it, then you better be able to manage it. Resolving, I should be able to talk my way out. Mm-hmm. If I can't, now I gotta be able to manage it. Mm-hmm. That means I got to be able to use techniques. I got to be able to use technology, weapons, to get myself yeah, yeah. out of that situation. Speaking of
1: preparedness mm-hmm. and avoidance, um, you co-chair uh, the Urban Survival Preparedness Institute. Yes, sir. With a wonderful young man sitting at this table. Um,
2: <laughs> yes, I am the other co-chair. <laughs> no, you're not. Anyway, uh,
1: <laughs> we, um, um, I want to know for the people that's listening, um, why is it important for the to be urban preparedness and survival uh, in these days and time, um, we know that martial arts is one aspect of it. Right. But um, what is urban preparedness and survival, and why is it important?
3: Urban survival preparedness is being able <clears throat> to well, number one, being ready for any disaster, man-made, uh, natural. Being prepared to handle that if that should come your way, right? If you, you should be caught in it. Uh, and being able to survive and thrive if you are caught in that. So um, Hurricane Katrina, that's, that's urban survival, right? Yeah. That happened right in the city of New Orleans. A lot of people study woodland. You better study urban because 90% of us mm-hmm. live in an urban environment, right. right? And we're faced with it every day. When you walk out, everybody's doing it. When you walk out the house, you look around, you make sure everything's cool. Mm-hmm. You're, you're practicing urban survival. But most aren't prepared, mm-hmm. right? If everything shuts down, all the karate masters and stuff who don't have a simple go bag, they're dead.
2: So they're what? Dead. Yeah. What would you say are the top three things, real quick? What are the mm-hmm. top three things that if I wanted to be prepared for something, that I should I should have done, real
3: quick? Number one, have a whole bunch of water. Mm-hmm. Number two, have enough food for three days, mm-hmm. right? And that's for each person in your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, water, same, right? Uh, and shelter. And
2: shelter. Well, yeah. I'm going to prepare for me and a couple of my kids. I'm not sure about the wife. About the wife, yeah. She might oh. make it. I'm going to make As it. That's a joke. That's a joke. It's going to be
3: other women As who make joke. it, too. That's a joke. Uh, and if, she, if she's oh, listening, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That, that <laughs> all
1: you. All you. <laughs> if she's not listening, don't worry. I'm sending this to you. You listen to Renegade Coaching. Renegade. Where Kamal said his wife could survive on home. <laughs> that was humor. That was humor, darling. Humor. <laughs> Meet <hashtag> me too. <laughs> anyway. Hashtag, I'm going to need some new shelter. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. Uh we'll, we'll, be be yes. we'll be back. We'll be back. We back after these messages, renegade culture.
0: This is Khalila Ali, the Dr. Khalila Ali, up in here on Renegade Culture, representing with Kalanji and Kamal. When I'm ready to talk that Gucci good, good, good shit. You can find me here, Renegade Culture. Yeah. Yes. Just Black. About to take you on a little journey. The <laughs> Take you on a journey of a day in my world. Where we got strip clubs, raising our girls, Hit a straight to the earl. Pedal streets forever deep, living stack and stacking their crumbs, packing their guns. Only like rap's only for some. I watch innocent girls get turned to prostitutes. Swung for money, tell her if you got the new time changes. But really, does a man stay the mind out here? They take a man's Sounds like it's so fine. See some teams for the paper, put their life on the line. Some ain't making, some made it, others do my life on the line. It's tough luck, right? Stress got mama up night, she scrub floors. 20 years to bring us all upright. Sort of
4: Come with me.
0: It's hard to choose From the dick chicks at barbecue So I twist flips like Molly do To contemplate But in my mind I can hardly wait To pick out that special Someone to conversate in excel Not waiting on the next cell Enjoying my rise to the top Cause the rest fell In the middle passes By the hands of the owner assassins. All the ancestors who passed You know they fought and died For my blood It's only right that I rise From my thaw to be a king It's only right that I pick my queen Like she pick a ring Keep a boom in the winter Cool in the summer Bloomer in the spring Let her know I'ma still. Be doing my thing, cause I'm a man, and as a man, I'll abide by nature. Don't try to do as I do, I dominate you. Time's moving on, must hold on.
4: It won't be long, every single day. day, Danger's
1: near, close to my vision. We back. We back. We back.
2: Oh, you almost did the Renegade Culture theme song. No, I didn't. You want you want to do it one time? No. Let me to tell Balagun about it.
1: Uh, he might slap you. Oh, damn! No, oh, I don't <laughs> want no violence. No, go ahead. You you can do your Renegade Culture theme song. Yeah, we got. We got this Red is the the our boom. theme song. Oh, no, snap. The R, His the E, song. the
2: N, the E, the G, the A. The, D, hey. the D, It's been a game. Ding dong, Renegade culture. I hey. told you He loved it. Yeah. He loved it. <laughs> <that>. He loved it. <laughs> anyway,
1: so shout out, shout out to Kamal. The
2: audience comes back for that old more podcast more.
1: partner who didn't want to be here with us because <laughs> Kamal was going That's Because his lord is fall off. Anyway, let's talk about it. Anyway, talk about the first podcast group. Who no I'm talking about, it. I'm oh, talking okay. about okay. It without let's get back into it. we were, we live in direct with Ben Balagoon. we was talking about urban survival preparedness. Mm-hmm. Um and Kamal was asking him about uh Ooh, the three things how you many need. Twinkies he needed in his bag and all that shit. Oh you damn. No. But anyway He did say um,
2: just three days full, so yeah. Yes.
1: So, um when we talk about urban survival preparedness, mm-hmm. uh what is a go bag? You mentioned a go bag, and some people are listening right now, because like, you know we happen to know some mutual folks who, right. you know, their idea of a go bag might have been a, uh, a Walmart bag or a satchel <laughs> with uh, a couple of sweet potatoes and a, and a and a butcher knife in it. All right. You know what I'm saying? Which probably wouldn't work. But um, explain to the folks what uh,
3: would a go bag be? A go bag is is a bag. Uh, some people say bug out bag, get home bag. It's just a bag where your ass better be able to go somewhere. So we call it a go bag. So um, you keep it in your car or you keep it at your house. Mine is in my office where I work at if I had to get gone because I work from home, right? Mm -hmm. Um, In that, you have things where you can survive for three days is optimal. So you can get from wherever you're at, uh, if you're not at home, Mm -hmm. right, home. You know, some people say get home back, but home may not be your house is to your safe place. Right? right. So I may be at home, but I know uh, my comrades have all met at a certain place. That's why I want to get. So I get my bag. I, I get going. It may take me three days to get there mm-hmm. with all the violence and madness and disaster, whatever may be going on. And so I want at least three days so I can get to that spot. That spot should have a cache of stuff so now I can replenish once I get there because I may use up all three days of my stuff.
2: So are you that prepared? You're so, you're so you have, what we call it, a stash house mm-hmm. where you got... uh um, Trap. 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 in here. Where you feel like you got you got the one location set and you're ready for your second location. And In case something... Enter. Okay, okay, that's, that's,
1: some, right. that's some preparedness. That's and, and you being a member of the
2: C.I.F.U. movement. I need to know the codes right. right now, you know what I'm saying? Off the ear. I no, don't want nobody to say Okay, you know, It's about, about to, to tell you the oh, wrong way. Yeah, about, yeah. yeah. Uh, go left, that's uh, the yeah.
1: right Red, and, uh, red the blue 40, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. a Hut, hut, hike. Not going to do it, We all at We all at I give up, I'm like, baba. Should I get him now? <laughs> 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 Got him. <laughs> anyway, sound like your boy t- talking, saying names. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So you have a uh, as an author, you have a couple books out mm-hmm. that folks can pick up. Um, there's a number of different workshops dealing with urban survival preparedness yes, that um will be coming to your area for the listeners. Mm-hmm. But um, a couple books that you can get right now dealing with urban survival preparedness
3: are the USPI Urban Self Defense Manual. Yes. Uh, Surviving the Urban Apocalypse, uh, those are two, and the African Warriors Bible uh, to supplement those. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. And African uh, martial arts, Discovering the Warrior
3: within? Well, Discovering the World within, no. Uh, At last count, they're selling that book for $950. It's not me, y'all. I didn't publish that book. I will be publishing the 10th, this is the 10th year. Tenth okay. anniversary. I'll be publishing at the end of this year the tenth anniversary version of that myself. Hmm. But um, yeah, somebody's selling that man yeah. at some yeah. crazy it's, prices. It's pretty damn expensive I now. I know. Yeah. Some good information then. Yeah, um, yeah I, I wish I was getting the royalties on that back. <laughs> well,
2: battle. speaking so. of books and royalties, yes. you mm-hmm. not only write uh, about martial arts and training and survival, mm-hmm. you actually do a lot of writing on black sci-fi and fiction. Absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the topics or some of the book, uh, books that you've like published. Yeah, I
3: write are. a lot of uh, what people call Sword and Soul, which is like um, sword and sorcery, but from an African lens. Mm-hmm. And I actually created a, co-created a game called Kikanga. Like, people know about Dungeons & Dragons. Well, this game is uh, set in an African setting. And it's all martial arts to me. It's all revolution to me. Mm-hmm. Because w- our children and us, we, we don't see ourselves as the heroes. Now everybody's seen Black Panther and, you know, feeling good. And, and you saw the impact. Mm-hmm. Because the reason why it has such an impact was there was a need for us to see ourselves as the hero. Mm-hmm. We're always the savage, the noble savage, whatever kind of, we some kind of savage. Mm-hmm. with a sidekick. Yeah. But not the hero. And Mm -hmm. so I decided not only was I gonna write us as heroes, but all of the covers prominently feature black men and women as the heroes. That is key for our psyche. You know, how how do we survive anything that's coming at us, but then we survive it thinking the white man's ice is colder? Mm
4: -hmm. So we Mm
3: -hmm. still would go back to adopting his way. If everything fell down, which some fools pray for, Mm -hmm. so we can do a reset, right? Uh, and maybe that's needed. I don't know. But people would just go right back to his world because we still think he's better.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, right. yeah. I you know, I, I want to point out to folks too, because of the fact that I was definitely, certainly, absolutely not a fan of sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And it was Balagoon's books that I actually read, um I'm trying to think the first one I read was it um, single link.
3: He's a single of Moses the Chronicles of Harriet Tubman I believe uh, you Yeah. bought for your son
1: yeah so I mean I mean those uh, Wrath of Seafu Mm -hmm. um, uh, and there's one more I can't it escapes me right now but in reading the books it puts you in the um, you know I I was a big Donald Goins Iceberg Slim fan back in the day but the books, the sci fi situation, it takes it to another level. I think when most of us think of sci fi, we're thinking about Star Trek and Star mm-hmm. Wars and all that stuff. Okay. And, you know, for some of us, we just never caught on to that particular thing. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? And I, I would I would never even think of even looking at anything yeah, sci-fi. Yeah, 'cause we didn't see
3: ourselves in it. Right, yeah. right, right. And
1: it's it's a whole nother level. So I implore you all to check out, you know, his writings on, on the books, him and his uh, Partner Milton, mm-hmm. Milton has some awesome stuff as well. Um, but also, you have a uh, last year you had a serious uh, con festival last year In 2016. two thousand sixteen. Two yeah. thousand, yeah, it's been that long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two thousand sixteen. That um, that I had the opportunity to be a part of myself, which was an awesome experience. You have another one this year. I didn't even realize it's been two years. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Tasticon. Yeah. Can you speak on uh, Black Tasticon? This is something that's coming up uh,
3: next week. Yeah, uh, on, on the 16th and 17th. Uh, and it kicks off with the Mahogany Masquerade on the 15th. Hmm. But um, I,
1: Explain that for you. You talk about the Mahogany Masquerade. So,
3: Mahogany Masquerade is a bunch of us coming together, uh, dressing and cosplay, you know, some people dressing as uh, in period pieces and some people dressing as their favorite character, you know, hopefully black character from mm-hmm. some show. Probably going to be a lot of Black Panthers <laughs> right. there. And uh, there's going to be spoken word. There's going to be uh, food catered by my oldest daughter and she's a great chef. Hopefully there's a lot um, of Dora Milaje. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Um, then th- there's going to be um, after that The next day, you know, we'll break. And that's for people to kind of greet folks coming into town. Mm -hmm. We got people coming in all all from over the world, really. And then uh, after that, that'll be at the Auburn Avenue Research Library. The next day, we'll be at Georgia Tech at the Student Center. And that's where Saturday and Sunday. And that's where all the panels, cosplay contests, presentations by people that were in the movie Black Panther. uh, But not just some fun stuff you know, just frolicking foolishness. Mm -hmm. Everything has stuff to do with creative resistance. You know, several panels on that. Um, And how does this thing matter? Why does it matter to us as black people? And how can it help us move things forward? Because, of course, our elevation is multi-tiered. Mm-hmm. so how does that apply there's going to be African martial arts there because of course you got to be you're writing all this good stuff and enjoying it you better be able to protect yourself too right. while you're reading your book on the train you know what I mean <laughs> right. so
1: yeah I mean the last one I know you had everything from African swordsmen you had uh stunt folks a lot of stunt mm-hmm. men and women um you had artists you had speech from Arrest Development last that last session right you had plenty of vendors all types of dope um Pieces, things that a lot of our folks don't even know exist. So I think that it's something that um you know if you're in the Atlanta area June 15, 16, 17, uh-huh. you need to make sure that Black Tasican is on the agenda because it's something that uh, it's an experience. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from someone again who is who has not been a traditional fan of sci-fi but it takes you to another level and makes you it engages you and it's something that's family oriented that that folks can get
3: down on and most of the folks weren't uh sci-fi fans who were there we had the last one uh we had 508 visitors not right, counting mm-hmm. the 40 vendors and right, right. everything and uh most that it, it was new to them they're not new now they're, they're fans of, of the group Uh, And the group associated with the State of Black Science Fiction on Facebook, we got 16,000 members. We started off, when we did that, we had like 8,000. Wow. Now we've doubled because of the first con, the first Black Taxi Con. Would you say
2: this is the biggest... Fest, black
3: festival of this type, or when did it the it, it's, it's Yeah, it's the biggest of this type. It's not yeah, the yeah. first. The first was in Chicago, uh, New Age uh, of comic books, the, oh. the Black Age, excuse me, of comic yes. books right. uh, back in the 80s. Okay, okay. We,
1: we, we got about one minute. Can you give folks the uh, website that want to check out Black Tasticon?
3: Mm-hmm. www.blacktasticon, B-L-A-C-K-T-A-S-T-I-C-O-N, blacktasticon.com. You're listening to Renegade Culture. We're yeah, here with Balagoon,
1: Ojotate, mm-hmm. along with Kamal Franklin. That was French oh. Ojotate. Yeah, just in case I think about where Kamal was saying. Now I think <laughs> about when Kamal really. was where chop say, talking at Polyville France. Chop, chop, chop. But anyway, this <laughs> so is Renegade Culture. TV, a butler too. Come on, man, he knows somebody. Shout out to your I like my partner. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Miss Nichols from Star Trek. I got a first day. I had to go there. Michelle Michelle say, yeah. Nichols. Yeah. Michelle ooh Mind your business. Nichols. You never watch <laughs> okay. Star Wars. You like Dr. Spock. That's Star Trek, brother. Look Star at that. Star Trek, him oh. too, right? They Whatever. We messed up all over Anyway, we listen to Renegade Culture. Renegade. And again, we are auditioning for another co host. Sci-fi. Yes. The sci-fi edition.
2: Yes. Because we'll Kalanji's
1: be... in space right now. That's right. <laughs> um, spaced out on this <laughs> mild bullshit. Anyway, we'll be right back at you. Boom.
0: Awesome. This is Anoa of the Way of Anoa. And I'm trying to tell you you need to be tuning into Renegade Culture with Kalanji and Kamal. Kamal and Kalanji. It's dope. It's probably the best podcast in the world next to mine. So yeah, definitely tune in. Check these brothers out. It's what's happening. Peace. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. right.
4: bright up steady burning bright up the night higher Keep fire steady burning bright up the night higher Keep fire steady burning bright up the night higher Fire burn fire. Babylon city, evilous committee, soldier in His Majesty's army. The beast to take a casualty. Now surrender, negotiate. I will not sign a treaty. Firebomb Babylon city, city evilous committee, soldier in His Majesty's army. The beast to take a casualty. Now surrender, negotiate. I will not sign now a treaty. NYCP man, them a party, Yet still they want we abide them authority. Them, I dup it, them, I sissy. Trimble, i the a bottle. Marcus, I'll Vigilante, fighting against their philosophy. I've some audacity, Just you wanna trim them. I'll we'll stay the Nazi. Either while we'll the portals send me a stench. Get so you to get fine with pure felonies. Never will I bow on my knee. Burn them bloody cities to debris. Keep your fire steady, burning bright. I lift
1: Back I at you renegade, renegade culture. Renegade. I know y'all just finished I know y'all dug that music that was playing a few seconds ago. Oh, that some, was some hot shit. It's always hot. You know what I mean? My man loose we, to it. We got my man loose in the building. Playback sounds. Yes, playback. Oh, wait a minute. Shout out to Playback studio. Studios. Studios. I can't I can't do sticks, My bad. My bad. Man, what's up with you, man? I made a mistake. You know you <laughs> I at, made a mistake. You made a mistake. I made a mistake. Bro. You mean you tell me if you were graduating from Yale, would you want somebody to make a mistake and say, uh, this is uh Atlanta Road University? No, I, I think not happen, my, brother. my brother. I <laughs> would we not want them to brother. say this is the this you Malcolm gonna, X Community he's College. He's going to continue on theme, apparently. <laughs>
2: yes. Actually, I would rather go to, well, maybe not the community. <laughs> not community. Right? Actually, Probably not, my <laughs> man. <maybe>. Yeah. <laughs> to start. We got to
3: well, start. Well, I hate to say black, that. Black, shout out to Malcolm X Community College in Chicago. In Chicago, yes.
1: And they do. And the best thing I saw there was Malcolm's car. Yes, sir. Malcolm had a bad car in the middle of Utah. I got walked out and I tried to sit in it. Oh, and they walked oh, oh, you, walk you out? Oh, oh, yeah, I got walked out. Oh, wow. We Ooh. got walked out. That's when I was like 16. In. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I was going to say, wow. That was wow. a bad car, though. See, yeah, that's man. how you know I've been there. That's all uh, I had to say. That's all I had to say. He ain't been there. No, we don't know tried to steal the car, but we <laughs> I would have. I would have. I, would've. I want my daddy records. Anyway. what Anyway. Um. yeah, we've been talking about African martial arts. We've been talking about urban survival, and we danced a little bit on black sci-fi. You know what I mean?
2: And we've been tying it together to organizing revolutionary
1: action. Yes, yes, yes. And it's very important. I'm here, and and I got to say this, normally, you know, I'm jumping off the wall a little bit more. But, um, you know, right now we know it's it's trying times. Uh, Shout out to um, all the organizers out there, Mm -hmm. number one. I'm here with two of my closest comrades, and I'm saying that. I usually don't say that on air. These are two integral pieces to our puzzle. You know what I mean. We are putting in some serious work, mm-hmm. and I want to salute them. Um, this weekend uh, marks the 14-year anniversary of the FTP movement. You know what I mean. Shout out to all the folks who helped to put that together. Yes, sir. But we've put together a thing called the SIAFU movement. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of introduce the audience to that because of the fact that there's always folks who are calling and emailing and texting, asking how we need to get down. I want to kind of talk about some of the things we have to offer mm-hmm. and how folks can get involved. You want to, anybody can chime in at any
3: time. Mm-hmm. You know well, I mean? we, we, you know, we said USPI. And one one big thing people have to understand with, with USPI is not just urban survival. Because a lot of urban survival folks been jumping out the woodwork since we started, right? Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Yeah. That's cool because we all need it. Right. However, please teach political education with that so mm-hmm. you don't become oppressor your own people. So that's one of the components that we have in addition to teaching people to survive. You right. can't thrive if you don't know even while you're doing this stuff, right? Absolutely. So we have political education, so that's one. Uh, and the African Martial Arts Institute is part of it. And we got a, the great Siapu Youth Corps. Yes, Siapu Youth Corps
1: putting that. in that work. Um, our African Boys and Girl Scout program. That's right. Teaching the youth um, martial arts, mm-hmm. uh, political education. Archery. Archery, um, you know, economics. Yeah. You know they're out learning how to organize, so on and so forth. We have some real strong youth. So shout out to the Seattle Youth Corps. Seattle, yeah. We got community movement builders. Mm-hmm. We're we uh, growing food.
2: Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're we're starting a
1: farmers market. Farmers um,
2: market. We're just finished doing a workshop and teaching people how to eat healthy. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a community house in mm-hmm. the middle of Atlanta, in Pittsburgh, Atlanta. Yes. Uh, we own property across the street. <clears throat> we have a community garden. So I think what we're doing with Seattle Movement is bringing all these different institutions and organizations together yes. under one umbrella to figure out how we have all these different components that are all useful in the struggle in the revolutionary struggle for, like, African black liberation. Mm -hmm. And we know that we can't do it just by doing one thing. Like, we know community gardens by themselves ain't going to free us, right? Right. We know that just because we know how to protect ourselves in in isolation, that's not going to free us. We know just because we know how to rally and organize by itself is not going to free us. We know that just because we know economics, that's not going to free us all Mm -hmm. by itself. But if we combine these different efforts, if we bring people together to work under one umbrella, to learn the things that they need to know, and to know their roles and their positions within the movement, right? Right. Everybody can't do security. Everybody can't do economic development, but you can know what your role is. And I think that's what the beautiful thing is about SIAFU, is that we're bringing people together to play particular roles, to do particular things that we hope is going to lead and develop into that struggle that's going to be a real people's movement for our our folks.
1: And I want to point out just because you li- you're listening to brothers right now, but we are not a patriarchal organization. We do have Mama's Army. We have a number of very strong sisters mm-hmm. who are uh, are the the engine, yeah. the focal motor to to our movement and leadership. You know I mean? and our yes, movement. yes, yes. So so definitely shout out to all of our our, our brothers and sisters who are out there putting in this work because oftentimes you see figureheads, you see, um, you get caught in cult of personality, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of good folks out there mm-hmm. who make our job that much easier. Yes. It is a blessing, I'm gonna say this on air, saying this is our 10th episode. It is an absolute blessing to be able to organize with folks who do it for the love of us and who are not caught up in, you know, in, in just looking good, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, Siafu movement.org is where you can learn more mm-hmm. about the work we're doing i know some of you listening i know that there's been uh a number of you've listened to all the shows mm-hmm. i get emails texts so on and so forth we are absolutely grateful yeah we know that we try to add some humor to it we use what we call creative resistance mm-hmm. because of the fact that it's important for us to uh let our people know that we are real everyday people we're not just Caught up. We're not shackle shakers, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, mm-hmm. shack, shack, shaking the shackles and making mm-hmm. folks uh, feel like they're getting ahead. We're not looking for no moopies, no movement groupies, you know what I mean? We're not no shea butter gutter folks who just in there robbing the people, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? We're authentic, genuine brothers and sisters who pride ourselves on continuing the legacy of our ancestors, our elders and freedom fighters, and we plan to win. Mm-hmm. This is what it's about. This is what we use this platform, Renegade Culture, for. Mm-hmm. This is what events like Black Tasticon, like Black August, mm-hmm. and, and so many of the other things, post-political prisoners, and, and the uh, the community work we do as mm-hmm. far as the, the the workshops and programs, mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. You all need to keep up with us, siafumovement.org. Mm-hmm. That's S-I-A-F-U, movement, M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T.org. You know what I mean, and um, you know, stay on point with us. Yeah, yeah you're listening yeah. to Renegade Culture. Make sure you check out our websites. What's the website for Black Tasticon again?
3: Uh, blacktasticon.com.
1: Blacktasticon.com. It's plain wanna, and simple. If you want to donate some money to to our
2: movement, yes, the five hundred one C three that. that we use, Community Movement Builders. Mm-hmm. So communitymovementbuilders.org helps pay for a lot of the different programs yes. and, and organizational work that we do. So if people got some resources, they want to donate to something that's uh, strong, live, has got some ownership, um, that knows how to organize people, please step up and give some resources to that because we really need that kind of support also.
1: Yes, community I'm movement. Sure. Del- CommunityMovementBuilders.org Yes, CommunityMovementBuilders.org That's where we get those resources Um, Also we have a number of other different organizations National Coalition to Combat Police Terrorism Freedom Home Academy um, and Home Freedom Home Academy Freedom Home Academy is our independent African school program which we're running out of Chicago currently and we're looking for space here in the Atlanta area so some of you might be listening and say hey I got some warehouse space or I got some school, or old school mm-hmm. or old church or whatever mm-hmm. that's what's hindering I know a lot of people have been reaching out like hey what's up with the school what's up with the school we want to make sure we do it right we're not trying to sell no wolf tickets we're not trying to be like some of these other folks that collect a whole bunch of money and give folks absolutely nothing you know mm-hmm. what I mean we're looking to build um go to freedom home academy on uh on youtube check That's it right. out mm-hmm. or go to like i said the peoples army.org and dot movement.org mm-hmm. and see some of the fine work we're doing around there this is community in action you know what i'm saying so um we appreciate y'all um any last words we got a minute what's popping yeah um train or die train or die or die training or die yeah, training. die training um, I would
2: do organizing or die Organize or yeah. die Okay Or okay. die organizing. Right, You're right. <laughs> These cats <laughs> Anyway You wanted to keep it heavy brother I'm just <laughs> gonna say, <laughs> Exactly right. You know what okay. I'm saying
1: Malcolm Forex so <laughs> on the he jokes. Had, had a had go yeah, Yeah, <laughs> horrible. Anyway, look out for a documentary that will be coming soon. has been worked on for 32 shit. years, 92 years. <laughs> 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 it's called Organizing is the New Cool. Organizing right. is the New Cool is our documentary. We have footage going back to 2006, and um you know, we're going to be dropping that surprisingly. Sometime this year all You're listening right. to RenegadeCulture.org Renegade. This is our 10th episode Ten Drum roll for the 10th hey. episode We are absolutely Thrilled and honored Renegade. To work with you all RenegadeCulture RenegadeCulture.org Check us out We out Peace
0: Be sure to follow Renegade Culture On SoundCloud And iTunes And visit our website At RenegadeCulture.org